Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Welcome back to the big show, everybody. This is Sean Palmer. We are awaiting the arrival of Seth Kamins. Today is that day. Today is tax day. So I hope you got your taxes in today. Because if you didn't, Uncle Sam's going to come looking for you, especially if you owe him some money. And Seth Kamins is the one that can help you out with that. And, of course, today is the day he gets his life back. Because, as you know, from being a loyal listener of the show. Seth's life the last three months has been utter and living hell. So here we are on tax day. Now, when we say bring your cat, we're going to get down to brass tax. When Mr. Caymans comes along, we'll talk about the NBA playoffs. We'll talk a little bit about the NHL playoffs. You got that preview from me last week. We have NBA, uh, the NFL draft, my favorite, as we know, my favorite draft of the year is next week. So we'll have our NFL draft preview next week. Baseball is in full swing. The Yankees have won somehow eight in a row. And the legacy of Art Rooney, uh, sorry, Dan Rooney. And we'll talk about that when Seth gets on. It has been one of those weeks for me, though. And I'll take you through this before Seth gets on the show. Personally, it's been one of the rough weeks of my life. My grandmother, we loyal listeners loyal listeners of the show remember when my grandfather passed away a couple of years back. My grandmother suffered a fall last week. broke her knee, wound up in a rehabilitation facility, is doing quite well in that facility right now, but it was a scare. And being 91 years old, you never really know. And then we talk on this show a lot, premature death. And when there is an athlete that dies prematurely, cut out in the prime of their lives, And life must go on. Well, unfortunately for me, one of my friends passed away this past week. Uh, Joe Alexander. One of those guys that, when I was in college, showed me some tough love. And good, great person, great artist, so much to look forward to Sunday, Saturday night Friday night or Saturday night passed away in Japan while visiting friends and family over there with his family his wife Heather and his daughter Maya who are back in the states right now 
Joe is one of those guys that lit up the world with his smile. Any picture that I've looked at the last couple of days, all I've seen is that smile. And sometimes that's all it takes. And there are so many athletes that have that it, have the smile. Michael Jordan we talk about, Russ Westbrook we talk about, there are baseball, David Wright. There are players that have that smile. And Joe had that smile. And right now the Syracuse family, including myself, are suffering greatly with the loss of Joe. And it's been difficult. So where there are difficulties in life, people band together. Being part of the Syracuse community, the Syracuse University marching band community, our family, our orange family has banded together and relied on each other through these tough times. I just got back into town this morning, so that is why the show went a little late. Sorry, we started a little bit, a couple of minutes late. And here we are today on tax day waiting for Mr. Caymans, who said he'll be about 15 minutes late. Until Seth comes on, we'll talk a little bit about the legacy of Dan Rooney. A couple of weeks back, maybe a couple of months at this point, Seth and I had a show discussing the best and the worst owners and the owner in sports and the owners that you yourself would want for your team, the owners that would back your team 100%, 110%, but also not only back your team, but back the league and back sports in general. And there was nobody, nobody in sports that epitomized the league like Dan Rooney of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's been involved in the Steelers since the early 1950s, almost more than 60 years. It was his first job out of school was to help run the team with his father, Art Rooney, the original Art, now run by Art Jr., when base when sorry when football was when all the football owners were saying me first me first me first Dan Rooney who had one of the biggest teams who had one of the best teams in football was saying the league first not me the league first the salary cap revenue sharing the draft television contracts in the NFL is different, or at the time, and still today, for certain things, especially television contracts, is different than it is for any other sport. The pooling of funds and then the separation of those funds, the, the giving out of those funds, on a one-by-30 basis, not by market, not by popularity, not by winning percentage. Everybody gets an even share of the pot. You wonder why 
teams like the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay? Who knows where Green Bay is? When I was a kid, I thought Green Bay was right next to Tampa Bay because they were both in bays. Little did, little did I know that Green Bay was the furthest thing from Florida. Who would have thought a Green Bay, a Pittsburgh, a Cleveland, a Cincinnati, smaller towns, even a Foxborough, which is not in Boston. It's just 20 minutes outside of Boston. Tampa Bay, Jacksonville, not huge markets, not the New Yorks, not the L.A.s, not the Chicago's, not the Miami's, would still be able to make a run and still be able to have the wherewithal to survive in the NFL market. And that is 100% due to the owners like Wellington Mara, George Hallis, and Dan Rooney. It's ironic that this is the year that the NFL is moving away from some of that. Oh, the last two years in which the, the San Diego Chargers, San Diego, not a huge, a, a big market, but not a huge market, moving to L.A. Oakland losing both of its teams with the Niners moving down to the San Jose type area. And then the Raiders eschewing Oakland and going to the Las Vegas, the bright, the bright lights and big city, but a smaller market and not a market that's been in play ever the first time. You, have, you would love to know what Dan Rooney was thinking when these things were going down. And now, unfortunately, Dan Rooney has passed away. And with that, you can say pretty much the soul of the NFL has passed away with him. It's been one of those difficult weeks, both personally with Joe and in the NFL with Dan Rooney. There is, these are two people that you can't get back that whose life left a mark on so many. And here we are today on April 18th. And condolences go out to to everybody. That's related to either Dan Rooney or Joe Alexander. Sometimes you just don't have the words. And for somebody that writes and talks and for a living and then comes on this show and talks and then writes articles. Sometimes life deals you a blow where you just don't have the words to speak. And Saturday was one of those days. Saturday was one of those days. Um, we'll talk more about Dan Rooney when Seth comes on the show in a couple of minutes. He's driving again April 18th, tax day. Seth will be back um, in full board next week after he has his uh, little little recovery time because after everybody's big weeks, we all have recovery times. 
But I gave you my predictions in the NHL last week. And so far, I'm just not doing very well. Not at all, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, some of them yes, some of them no. When you have the Capitals losing twice in overtime, all three games going to overtime, and down two to one. This is the team I had going to the finals. You have the Rangers down two to one. I could not be happier. Pittsburgh winning up three to zero. This one I definitely got right so far. The Senators two to one over the Bruins. Didn't have this one. Nope. And the Blackhawks three to nothing. Well, when you have your Blackhawks as your Stanley Cup champs and they're down three to nothing in the first round, well, that just epitomizes the way my picks have gone in the last couple of years. And then you have St. Louis up three to nothing. And the the Ducks up three to nothing. And the Oilers are up two to one. One of the impressive things this year is that it seems like there are more overtime games than ever before. So there's one in the Edmonton series, one in the Flames series, one in the Blues series, one in the Blackhawks series, two in the Senators, one in the Penguins, one in the Canadians, which is the Rangers, and three in the Capitals and Leafs. So the average is probably a little bit over one for all three, for for all those series. But it just seems like that there are more and more overtime games this year than I've seen in the past. But it's good hockey because it's always good hockey. That's what the N, that's what the NHL playoffs is all about. It's great hockey. So if you're looking for something to do tonight, on this very nice New York night, after the show, I would suggest either A, go for a walk, B, if you haven't hear, heard the show in its entirety, well, go off to iTunes, go to Blog Talk Radio, and tune into the rest of the show, or see, watch some NHL hockey. Me, on the other hand, considering the fact that I haven't slept very much in the last couple of days due to my trip to Phoenix, I'm going to get into bed pretty early tonight. Um, so we shall see where that goes. And we're look we're waiting for Seth to join out because tax day is over and Mr. Kamen should be back on the horse as far as the Seth and Sean Sports Radio show is concerned. If you'd like to dial in seven six oh two eight three oh eight four six seven six oh two eight three oh eight four six. We're gonna go through the NBA playoff bracket right now and hope that Seth joins in the middle because his opinion is warranted as we do this every single year. The first round have begun. The Celtics and the Bulls, the Bulls pulling off a first first game at home against the Celtics. Well, 
in the garden in Boston, in the Fleet Center, Boston Garden. 106 to 102, Isaiah Thomas also suffering some loss with his sister passing away the day before. And the Bulls took a one nothing lead. Do I think that this is going to last the entire series now? No, I'm going to pick uh, Boston in six games and win four out of the next five and take it home game six, April 28th in Chicago. Chicago just doesn't have the have the guns. I I. I think Boston at some point will awful and will miss a Jimmy Butler, but this is not the series. Cleveland against Indiana. Cleveland's up 2 nothing. Cleveland's going to sweep this series, in my opinion. Uh, they now go back to Indiana. They won the first two games in Cleveland. Um, pretty close games. The first one by one, the second one by six both in Cleveland, but I think that now that they've won the first two, they'll take the next two in Indiana. Toronto versus the Bucks. Toronto's up one, uh, the Bucks are up one nothing. excuse me, 97-83, a thorough do, demol, demolition of the Raptors. And I could see this being the upset pick, but I still don't think that it's going to take on. I'm going to pick the Raptors in seven games. The Wizards, the Washington Wizards over the Hawks. Right now, the Wizards are up one nothing. A seven-point win in Game One. A high-scoring affair, one fourteen to one hundred seven. I'll take the Wizards. So far, I'm going chalk all the top all the top seeds. So, <laughs> excuse me. So to recap, I have the Wizards, the Raptors the Cavaliers, and the Celtics. The Celtics would then play the Wizards, which I think will be a fantastic series. Still think the Celtics pull that one out. And the Raptors, who play Cleveland, in an, uh, again, the East Conference, while it may not have the depth that the Western Conference does, I believe does have a lot of talent. And then I think Cleveland will beat Boston, and Cleveland will be in the finals. And Boston, once again, will have all their draft picks, but no championships. In the West, Golden State leads the Blazers 1-0, a dominating performance, 121-109 to in game one, and I'll take Golden State to win as well. San Antonio wins, uh, is leading 2 to nothing. <coughs> Man, you got you to gotta love David Frizzali the coach of the Memphis Grizzlies, is he does not pull any punches, ladies and gentlemen. If you want an entertaining press conference, I suggest you watch his press conference from last night. Two to nothing, and I think they sweep in four. The Rockets and the Thunder, and this is the one that I thought you might see a an upset in, but the Rockets, 118-87, to 87, ladies and gentlemen. That is that is a dismantling of epic proportions, 118 to 87. And I'll stick with the Rockets as well. I think the Jazz, who won game one, 97 to 95, lose Rudy Jobert. I think if they had Rudy Jobert, they'd win this series. 
but unfortunately they do not, at least for the next game, and will probably lose in six games. So again, we're going chalk. Are there any upsets here? I do, I can't pick the Rockets over the Warriors. I think the Warriors are going to win the whole thing. So I can't pick the Rockets over the Warriors. Can I pick the Spurs losing? Sorry, I can't pick um, the Clippers or the Jazz beating the Warriors. Can I pick the Rockets over the Spurs? No. So Spurs again against, and I'll take the I'll take Golden State with the win. Golden State will beat Cleveland in six games, and that's the NBA playoffs. And I think I mispronounced his name. Dave Fitzdali is the coach in the Memphis Grizzlies. And again, we're waiting on Seth Kamen's. I need to take a little break and get myself some uh, some water. As you can hear, my my voice is a little dry today. So we'll be right back. Lay the Haters in the building. Yeah. Alright, already the show goes on, alright. Every morning we dream so long. Anybody ever wonder when they would see the thunder? Remember when you come up?
what you into, no matter what you see, when you look outside your window, brown grass or green grass, picket fence or barbed wire, never ever put them down, you just lift your arms higher, raise them to your arms higher, let them know you there, that you struggling, surviving, that you gon' persevere, yeah, ain't nobody leaving, nobody going home, even if they turn the lights out, the show is going on, Okay, and we're back here on the Seth and Sean Sports Radio Show. Seth Kamins is on his way. Sean Palmer here getting off a very interesting personal weekend. The NBA playoffs are in full steam. We just went through the predictions here with the Golden State Warriors winning the NBA championship, according to myself, over the Cleveland Cavaliers in seven games. So there is a slight upset, I guess, because because the Cavaliers are the two seed, not Boston, who is the one seed. And Boston, once again, is a bridesmaid, not a bride. And you have to make the connection that Boston, who has a tremendous treasure trove of draft picks, they have the Nets draft pick this year uh, in a flip-flop, of which Mr. Caymans is not all that happy about. And then you have them outright next year having the draft pick for the Boston Celtics. Whether they made the right decision in not going after Jimmy Butler or not going after a Paul George and how that will take effect going forward. So I'm sorry we're going to have to cut this short. I am actually losing my voice. Next week we're going to have the NBA draft. So feel free to call in and give us your picks next week, 760-283-0846. For those in Orange Land, I'm with you. And it's with a heavy heart that I say goodnight, everybody, and we'll see you next week.